Tutula Media for Saila Lama Sadika. And Alhamdulillah, as our member of parliament, Ahmad Mansur Sheikh Imam, meets uh, many interesting guests. And uh, one of the stories that, that he told me in one of our talk shows uh, this morning was about he met uh, these brothers. And they have a very interesting story to tell us about uh, the alliance of uh, the Zionist state of Israel or what the Israelis are doing in uh, this part of the world and how they are undermining uh, different uh, governments or different Muslim governments around. And there are certain uh, brothers of us uh, that have a land, a piece of land, but still the land doesn't belong to them. They are stateless. They are fighting for a cause. And Abu Manzur Sheikh Imam, inshallah, will be filling us in um, with the stories. He'll be introducing the brothers. And uh, maybe now and then I will be... Um, interrogating some of the questions. Ahmad Manzur Sheikh Imam, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh and Jazakallah Khaira for joining us this evening and bringing up a topic which I am all ears but I am going to follow your your mastery and how you're going to bring the story together with those brothers. Let me welcome you all with the listeners. Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh Ahmad. Wa Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Well, I have brother Osama here. Brother Osama is a Rufian by birth, living in Europe. Now, let me tell you what the Rufian Republic is all about. Rufian Republic was a country in existence, an independent state on a republic system. Prior to the birth of Morocco, there was no such a thing on the map as Morocco at that point in time. But the French and the uh, Spanish uh, it's no different to what is happening in Palestine and Israel. What they did is they took the land that belonged to the Rufian people and handed it over and called it the Kingdom of Morocco. And since then, there's about 7 million Rufians. And this is on the north or north, northwest of, of uh, uh, Morocco itself. Okay, there are about 7 million Rufians of which about three and a half million of them live in Europe in different parts of the world. Okay, a lot of them in France, of course, Netherlands and other countries as well. And there's about three and a half million of them still there in the in the Russian Republic, but now referred to as Morocco. But what is also very concerning over and above the fact that the refugees, just like Western Sahara, just like Palestine, who have been forcefully removed and their land taken and given to somebody else, okay, are now wanting to pursue to get back their independent. They're not wanting to become independent. They were independent and it was taken away from them. They want back what was rightfully theirs. Remember, they had a government in place, okay, they were functioning, they had a currency, they had everything. And a very strategic part of Morocco as well. Now, if you look at Singapore for that matter, Singapore is a tiny country that's got very little land, but situated in one of the most strategic positions you can find in the world. And look at how successful they are because the entire world must move past Singapore as far as the shipping is concerned. It's exactly the same when it comes to the Rufians. All of Africa can gain access via the Rufian to all over the world. Now, strategically, because of what the, 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 the area entails, this is why the French and the Spanish took it away and created the, uh, 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 what we now call Morocco. But let me tell you one more thing that's very important to note. 
Morocco abuses and commits human rights violation to the Rukian people more than any other country, to be honest. If you're talking about even what's happening in Israel and Palestine is bad, in the, among the Rukian people in Morocco, there's nothing of that sort. You're not allowed to protest. You're not allowed to do anything. That's how bad the situation is. Now, to, to go even further, what the Moroccan government has done, and you know, Morocco is not supporting Palestine either. Morocco is in cahoots with Israel. Both of them together are putting up in the Rifian land on the northern part of Morocco, an army base. Okay? And that is to contain the Rifian people, but also very strategically to deal with Algeria. Remember, Algeria is also supporting Western Sahara as well. So you can see the situation, how the colonialists took what was rightfully uh, 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 that belonged to the Rafian people, okay, created the state of Morocco because Morocco, at that regime at that stage that existed, was colluding with France and, and Spain, okay, and that is why they took it and handed it over to them. But I think my brother Osama here can give you a little bit more <coughs> information that uh, you need. I just want to say this that they have been in touch with us for quite a while. We have been having engagements and things. It's the first time they're coming onto South African soil. They've had the opportunity of meeting different political parties, the ACM, UD, MPAC, NFP, AIC, and others. And uh, we also gave them an opportunity to enter parliament. Uh, at the sitting yesterday with the president question session, they were also there. And so we started highlighting the plight of the Rafian people like South Africa is fighting for the rights of the Palestinian people, the people of Western Sahara, so shall we fight for the rights of our Rufian brothers and sisters. But let me hand you over to Brother Osama, who might be able to fill you in a little bit more than you can pose more questions to him. Thank you. Thank you, Sheikh. Thank you, Brother, for your radio. Thank you for your invitation. I'm Osama. Uh, I come from Rif Republic, which is actually... Uh, under Moroccan occupation, I live in Europe as 3.5 million Rifian. Uh, Rif Republic is the first republic, modern republic founded in Africa in 1921 by El Khattabi. This republic uh, fighted against the Spanish protectorate in the beginning as Western Sahara and then against Spanish and French and Moroccan army in that moment. Uh, there, there were many wars against our people uh, using uh, all kinds of weapons, including chemical weapons in 1926. That's why uh, our president uh, preferred to, to resign in order to protect and to solve uh, uh, our uh, life, the life of people. Uh, since uh, 1956, Spanish decided to give this land and these people to another occupying, occupying uh, which is Morocco. Uh, so since 1956, we are under this occupation. We are suffering oppression, persecution from Morocco. Uh, what I have to say, for example, in 1958-59, Morocco uh, declared um, our region as 
uh, a war region uh, uh, zone. They attack us using the chemical chemical weapons. Uh, with the, the French help, they burned villages. They killed many, thousands of people, and they pushed a lot of them uh, in exile in Europe. Uh, so, Chief uh, Republic and our people has already decided in 1921 uh, to take their destiny under uh, their hand, and uh, uh, they decide to uh, exercise their right to self-determination. Uh, determination. We send uh, independence declaration in 1921 to the Nation League, which is the former United Nation, and we constitute our uh, republic with all its uh, institutions like government, parliament, justice, and central bank. And already, uh, and again, we had already our currency. So uh, until now, we are um, in our party, Parti National Refin, we try to give our people uh, a third, a third uh, uh, choice, which is um, uh, a kind of uh, um, horizon, poli political horizon, political perspective in order to to explain our cause to the world, to explain our cause to the 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 our friend in Africa and to all international institutions. Uh, because since without this solution, our people has two choices. Accept the perse persecution and oppression or leave the reef and um, immigrate in Europe. Just for your, your information, 50% of our people are living now in Europe. And it's not just for economic reason. It's because there is a lot of oppression, persecution coming from the Moroccan regime. And uh, just for your information again, in 2023, uh, according to the Spanish uh, immigration statistics, 22,000 Trifian has left the reef, which is just enormous. And no one in Europe talk about these figures, talk about these people. It is just uh, an ethnic cleansing. So that's why we are here in South Africa in order to, to talk with our brother, our partner in Africa, because we are an indigenous people. We are African, we are Amazigh, and we are proud to it. And we know uh, how the South African people suffered uh, in the apartheid period, suffered in the occupation period, and they know very well what what is the Moroccan occupation uh, as they support the just cause of Western Sahara. You know, know if you have... Uh, uh, Osama, you know, whilst you're talking, my mind was uh, swimming in a pool of thoughts, and uh, one of the things I, uh, you know, I know that the Rifians or the uh, Rifians are a, uh, you know, they call you the a Berber ethnic group originally from the Rif region of northeastern Morocco. And, you know, you you also, they say, when you look at uh, Morocco, it has uh, the major ethnic groups are Arabs and Berber. And as a result, this makes the majority of Moroccan people identify themselves as Arab Berber. 
Now, this uh, Moroccan ethnicity accounts for over, I believe, according to uh, some information that I read, 98% of the total po- population in Morocco is Arab and Berber, are both uh, terms to unify a more diverse uh, range of ethnic uh, groups. Now, I want to know, you know, how integrated are you with uh, the Moroccans? Uh, you know, uh, how many years later you, uh, you have brought this issue up? Or did you fight this issue from the world, you know, from inception when the Spanish and the French, uh, you know, as you allege, have, uh, you know, plotted against you, uh, Osama? So the first point, uh, the the ethnical uh, organization in Morocco, let's say 90 percent or 99 percent are Berber, are not Arabic Berber, are Berber. There is some, let's say, one percent more or less 2% maybe Arabic and Berber. But the, the majority, the large majority are Berber. And in Reef, we are one ethnic. We are all Berber. And we call us, we prefer to, to call our ethnic a Mazir, like uh, uh, Tuareg in Sahel. Uh, a Mazir is a Berber people living between the, the actual Morocco and one side of Egypt. So all this uh, North Africa are not Arabic. We are Berber. Uh, uh, just can you repeat the second question, please? Why did you not? Uh, I think Brother Shah was asking, did you start what you're starting now in wanting to get back your independence? Yeah. What measures did you put? What did you do when the French and the Spanish took away your land and created Morocco? Did you continue the fight? Ah, of course. This is what I, I, I tried to say in, in my introduction. Just be, after the, the second crime committed by Spain, giving our land and our people to Morocco in, in 1956, uh, our people decide to, um, to express his, uh, his uh, disagreement. And the, the, in 1958, Moroccan declared the war against us. Moroccan has declared the war against three countries, Reef, Algeria in 62, and Western Sahara in 98. That's all. Moroccan has never fight against French occupation, never. So our people has uh, decide, decided to, to resist to this occupation in 1958. As I said, villages was burned. Thousands of people were killed. Uh, uh, let's, uh, there is many raps, many, uh, many. Um, uh, let's. I'm, I'm looking the, for the the word. Uh, ah, I, I, I will. I will. I will remember it after this. And just a second. Second date. It's in 1948. In 1948, the Moroccan living, uh, let's say, an economic crisis. In, the, in that in that uh, period, our people decide also to uh, to declare the something like uh, civilian um, uh, civ- civilian blackout, and Moroccan decide to send tanks and IRONF military IRONF to attack Reef. In that moment. We have uh, documented everything. In that moment, uh, the, the, the former king, Hassan II, uh, decided to, 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 to give a speech in a television uh, and uh, 
explaining how he will kill the refugee. The speech exists is in the in YouTube this speech how how he will uh, kill children and women and old men in Rif. Uh, and again in 2011 there was uh, they were in uh, in our region uh, another revolution another uh, manifestation uh, political manifestation called the uh, 20th February um, managed by uh, some thousand of youngs Morocco uh, in that moment killed and burned five young refugees, five, which is a criminal, a, a war crime. In 2016, uh, we lived in Reef, uh, something like uh, kill, um, something um, called Hirak of Reef, Hirak of Reef, H I R A Q of Reef, which is uh, like the 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 uh, the Arabic, uh, the Arabic manifestation in Tunisia, in Egypt. We lived the same thing in Reef. In that moment, hundred thousand of my population Reef decide to go out and to express their opposition of the regime of the the occupation and to 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 contest the the marginalization of our region. The regime, the Moroccan occupation, decided in that moment to put in jail uh, 35 persons, the leaders of that movement, and giving give them a uh, sentence between five and 20 years. So uh, our, our cause still alive since 1956. Now, Osama, the, the point uh, that uh, I'd like to make, and uh, maybe Ahmad Mandur Sheikh Imam could uh, back me here, Either that, okay, you look at the Palestinians uh, exactly looking at your story and uh, the story of the Palestinians, very similar. But the Palestinians stuck in there, they haven't even, uh, the recent bombardment, what is happening to them every second is atrocious. But the, many of them never left uh, the land of uh, Gaza, never left uh, Palestine. They were forcefully removed. I mean, they were, uh, you know, bombed out of the places, but still. Now they are told to evacuate. They're not moving out. But as you said, uh, you, your, pe your people moved out. Uh, three million or, or, four, or four million living uh, outside, uh, you know, uh, Morocco and so forth. Uh, the question uh, to pose is, um, why didn't you dig in and hold out there? Uh, why? Uh, may, maybe uh, many will say most of you are maybe overseas and your children are growing up in environments alien to where they're supposed to be. How would you react to that, uh, Osama? Uh, in fact, if we, we have to compare Palestine causes and our causes, uh, let's remember that uh, in 1948 in Palestine, thousands and hundreds of thousands of people uh, was forced to, to, to leave their country. And this is uh, what, what, what happened in Reef in, in different waves in 19. Uh, 56, 58, uh, 16, 17. Uh, in every occasion, uh, uh, when the the, the regime uh, was in the worst situation, economical situation, decided to attack our region and forced some some people, some youngs, women, to 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 leave the reef and to go to the to the uh, Spain and uh, the rest of Europe, uh, because. Uh, those people hasn't 
hasn't the choice. It's or accept to be persecuted and oppressed or save their life living the, 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 the land. Now, what I want to know from you, uh, Osama, what language uh, do the uh, Rifian people speak? We, we call it Rifia, and it's just, it's Amaziria. 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 So it's not, it's not like uh, Arab, Kefa Haluka, Ana Shafa'at, Kefa Anta, it's not Arabic. No, as we are uh, under Moroccan occupation, we speak very well Arabic, but this is not our language. In our home, we have our own language. In the city between Rifian, we, we speak only Amazigh. Now, Osama, the big question. Now, Alhamdulillah, Jazakallah for sharing that with us. The big question is, as you know, if you're trying to get uh, empathy, sympathy, and you know, a way back in uh, recognition of the land that you rightfully say uh, you own, you are not going to get uh, that help from the Arabs. Forget it. Their Arab leadership, as you can see, what they're doing for the Palestinians is non-existent. They will not empathize. They will not sympathize with you. What you expect the South African government to do? What you expect Ahmad uh, Manzoor Imam Sheikh to do? Or what you expect our media house to do for you, Osama? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, am, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, we, 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 are, we, be, we do believe that um, we, we cannot hope anything from the Arabic country. Or let's say... Uh, from the Arabic leaders, because the, the people are not in the same in the same position. But uh, we do believe that as we are African, uh, even if we the 50% of our people are living in Europe, we still believe that our future is in Africa, and we still believe that Morocco is not an uh, an African country. It's just an agent for the Western. Uh, colonization powers. It's an, an agent for France, United States, and other countries. So we believe in Africa, we believe that our future in Africa, and we hope uh, to, have, uh, the, our, uh, to have the support and uh, the recognition uh, from Africa, uh, and uh, South Africa, it's our first step, uh, and it is the most important step because we, we, we know the, the country, we know the history of the country, we know the, uh, the, that South Africa do for the, 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 the causes just like Palestinian cause and Western Sahara. And uh, Sheikh Ahmed Mansour, thanks for everything he do for us. He's uh, our grand brother. Uh, he's supporting us a lot of, he's helping us a lot of, and we hope that this collaboration will continue in the future in order to uh, to put our cause in the uh, national uh, parliament in, in South Africa and get the, the recognition of our cause and our uh, political party in order to help and to give our people a political perspective. Yeah, Osama, you know, before we end off, uh, socially, you know, I believe there are two contrasting groups of uh, Moroccan, th those living in the cities and those living in uh, rural areas. Where do the Rifians uh, live? Are they in the city or in the rural, uh, rural areas, Osama? In the both. Uh, we are, we are, the principal activity are uh, agriculture and uh, the, the So, uh, as um, um, 
every Mediterranean uh, countries, uh, we live thanks thanks to to agriculture, and there is a lot of a large part of our people who live in city, um, uh, not far from uh, the ports and aeroports. And uh, you know, uh, a question that I have uh, many friends that, that I meet from uh, that part of the world. They say, "Hey, I'm a Murabi Tun. Are you part of the Murabi Tun, uh, uh, Osama?" Murabitun has has um, has a big uh, dynasty in North Africa, and Reef was part of Murabitun and Muwahidun, uh, of course. Yusuf Shafin. You know, just I don't know if you record uh, Tariq ibn Ziyad. Gee. Tariq Gee. ibn Ziyad is a is a Reefian. Allah Akbar. So it's a it's a, it's, a, it's actually for one tribe. Gee. It's a small world, Osama. Yeah, yeah, is 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 coming from one of the six large uh, tribe in Rif, Tariq ibn Ziyad. He knows very well Spain. That's this is why uh, uh, God helped him to 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 open uh, Al Andalus because Sorry. we we have a lot of relationship between uh, with with Spain uh, from many many centuries and still now. In the north of uh, north of Reef, Spain still have two enclaves, two cities named Melilla and Ceuta, still uh-huh. under Spanish control. And um, uh, just for your, your information, in the, in that cities, in those cities, fifty uh, percent and fifty five percent of the population are Reefians, and yeah. we integrated. The Spanish uh, Spanish mode, uh, life mode. Yeah. yeah, and you must know. In 1948, the Jews uh, felt compelled to leave uh, Morocco, especially after the uh, you know the rights that broke out, anti-Jewish rights in Ojeda. Uh, I don't know if you know that history. And many fled uh, to Israel, Europe, and North America. And uh, by uh, the numbers were quite. Uh, and it was at the same time, I think, uh, the Rifian people also uh, uh, moved out, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Osama. Talking about Jewish uh, people, ah, Jewish people are it, most living in, uh, in in Morocco, in Fez, in Meknes, in Casablanca, and uh, other cities, but not in Rif. Okay, Alhamdulillah. Aman Mandur Sheikh Imam, I'm going to uh, le- uh, give you the next four minutes uh, with Osama, and uh, you know you can close up the show. Go ahead, Ahmad. Yeah, Jazakallah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I think it's very important, you know, for us to raise the concerns about the Rifian people to give greater to give some recognition uh, 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 and I think what is very important is this and many people in South Africa even when brother Osama spoke to the hear of Rif before but I think the fact that we'll be giving that publicity will be raising it in parliament uh, 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 we'll do more interviews uh, from time to time uh, you know it can be done on Skype and on other uh, media uh, you know, that will all help in, in, in raising the concerns and the plight of the Rifian people and hoping that, you know, just as we are giving attention uh, 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 to the Palestinian cause, the cause of the Western Sahara people and many other parts of the world, the Rifians have also been oppressed. They've had their rights violated. They were forcefully removed from what is rightfully their land and they too should get back what is rightfully theirs. So I think this is a first step amongst many. A lot of work needs to be done. 
Uh, we've got to be consistent with it. We've got to continue. We've got to. Uh, uh, I think it's very important to educate the people about the history of Rif Republic, uh, where it was and how it and what happened in the end. Uh, and I think hoping that uh, and, and something else I wanted to say is one of the reasons why the Rifians went away to Europe and things. The Moroccans made their life a living hell. And I can tell you they were barbaric in my view from what I have researched in the way they treated and handled the Rifian people. They had absolutely no mercy. They did not even consider that they are from the same Ummah, not even at all. And that is then, the, but because they also suffocated them from an economic perspective, Rifians had to flee and go to Europe and things so that they can go and earn a living and look after their people in, 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 in the Rif Republic as well and start, you know, it's as good as going into exile. So some of them went basically into exile because they were forced out to go and start the struggle from outside uh, of the Rif uh, Republic uh, uh, or the Rif region. So that is what has happened. So these are the things I think we need to highlight. We need to draw the attention of the people to get a better understanding of what is actually going on. But inshallah, I think uh, um, we will uh, raise these things time and time again and, and speak to our counterparts in the SADC region, in the Southern African region, in the, in the African continent, and also highlight it, you know, uh, 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 in, in all the international institutions that we belong to. Uh, so I'm quite hopeful and the fact that Parliament uh, uh, gave them access yesterday and, 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 and the ANC and, and the, uh, us, uh, the other parties, PAC and the others that joined us, have all listened, who understood, they all researched, we've received some literature from them which will help to educate people on it. I can form of the information if you need as well. So if we... Uh, I think this is the first step, a very positive step amongst many, and uh, we're going to take it, uh, you know, to, to start my perspective, I want us to take it to, to the countries, 15, 15 with us, a set of countries, before we take it over, because it's also an African problem, it takes you back to what our late leader, Muammar Gaddafi said, African solutions for African problems, one African president, one African currency, I can tell you that if our brother was alive today, I can, without any doubt, guarantee everybody that he will, will, will be the one leading uh, 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 this comeback for the European people. So, I, you know, so from our perspective, uh, you know, uh, we will do everything in our power. The cause is good. The cause is right. That is what is important. The European people must get back the independence that they had. And this is very important to note. They're not asking to be independent. They want back what they had. They were already independent when it was taken away from them. And that is, I think, the difference between they and many other countries. Uh, uh, you know, in our own country, people are talking about having an independent Western Cape and an independent KwaZulu. That's a different ballgame. Yeah, these people governed before. They had it all. They had the currency. They had the government. They had the president. They had everything. And then here yeah, you had the colonizers that came and just forcefully took it and handed it over to somebody only because the others were colluding with them. So this is the, 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 the you can see the devastation, the mayhem and the chaos that the colonizers have created 
and left behind all over the world. Now, like the refugee, there are a lot more of these things that are going on. And I think, yes, we need a cleansing operation from one side, cleaning, giving people what is rightfully theirs. And perhaps, inshallah, one day they will also be part of the BRICS. So, you know, and, you know, if what if we go by and President Putin has to stand, stand by what he says, I think the future looks very good. And this is an opportunity. The more countries that join, the better uh, uh, the opportunity to have for social upliftment and create a better society. So I'm very hopeful. Um, uh, we'll need further engagements, of course, uh, uh, with the representatives uh, uh, of uh, uh, the, the delegation that's here at the moment in different parts of the country. And uh, inshallah, we'll take it forward. So I'm quite hopeful that this is a first step in the right direction amongst many that is going to bring the ruffians to the independence, inshallah. Inshallah, Ahmad, Ahmad, thank you, because uh, you've also conscientized me. I was uh, rather unaware of this, but alhamdulillah, nice. Uh, great chat with Osama. Uh, how old is Osama, uh, if, if you, he doesn't mind me asking, uh, Ahmad? 42. Uh, 32, you're still a baby? 40, 42, 42. 42. Oh, okay. Now you, yeah, you're like the Nabuwa's age. Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam became a Nabi, uh, a prophet, a proper prophet at the 40. So, alhamdulillah, you're getting wise. We hope and pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you speedy victory. And inshallah, we'll carry you uh, more often. And uh, thanks to uh, Member of Parliament, Ahmad Mansur Sheikh Imam, uh, this uh, clip will be played on many other platforms. And inshallah, we'll get the message out to quite a few brothers around the globe. Uh, Osama and uh, Ahmad Mansur Sheikh Imam, you'll have a beautiful evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.